The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is August 4th, 2021, and I am your host, William Harris, aka William is Bill. With the draft still fresh in our minds, today I would be grading the teams on their selections. Everyone loves a good draft grade, right? Of course, when we look back in history, some incredible picks can turn out to be horrible, unfortunately, and what considered uh, what are considered to be bad picks can turn out great. Kristaps uh, Porzingis comes to mind. They booed him tremendously when he got drafted, and he turned out to be a really good prospect for the Knicks, uh, at least in the beginning. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start with the Eastern Conference on today's pod. Next pod, we'll cover the West. So let's get straight to it like it's nothing to it. First, we'll start with the Atlanta Hawks. They selected Jalen Johnson at pick 20, the Ford from Duke, and at pick 48, they selected Sharif Cooper, the guard from Auburn. Now, I will have to say, they are the value winners of the night. Uh, they Jalen Johnson was projected to go around the 10 to 14 range by most people. So him falling to 20, great value pick right there. And he was one of the best players on the board. Great selection. Sharif Cooper, I wish someone, anyone, could tell me why he fell to pick 48. Other than his size... Um, it made me think, is there some type of off-the-court thing? Is Does he have some type of medical that we don't know about? I had Sharif Cooper mocked at around 10 to 15 through this whole pre-draft process. And most just about everyone else did as well. So not only did he drop, he dropped uh, further than anyone you could ever think of. I mean, not not just in the 20s, not the 30s. Almost not the 40s. He went to pick 48. So he's a talented young point guard that could have been a starter, first-round pick in the league. And the Hawks get him to be a backup to Trey Young. That is a tremendous pick. Um, I can't do anything but give this team an A+. An A+. I mean, really, to come out of this draft with two first-round talents. Two top 15, arguably top 20 talents when you had pick 20 and 48. That's incredible. So great job, Hawks, A+. Up next, we're going to go to the Boston Celtics. They only had pick number 45. They selected Johan Bagarin, the guard from Paris. In my opinion, this is a great player. I had him mocked probably 10 picks higher than that, and his value was in the 30s, in my opinion. Super talented kid, uh, 7-foot wingspan, incredible player. I believe... Uh, a lot of people are saying he's going to possibly go back overseas and, and uh, develop one more year before he comes over to the NBA. But uh, if he doesn't, whether he does or doesn't, he's a super talented player. When I watch his tape, I see a little Vince Carter in him. I mean, he is super athletic. When you look, when you think of a player from France, you think of Tony Parker, Nicholas Batum, you know, people like that. This guy, when you watch him on tape, he looks like, Vince Carter, like I said, he plays like an American, very aggressive, uh, dunks the ball incredibly, can shoot the ball also, he does it all. So 
Uh, it was interesting for the Celtics with their only pick to pick someone they may stash as opposed to, like, say, Sharif Cooper was still on the board. So I have to knock them for that. But Yuhan Bagarin is full of talent. So I would have to say I give this a B- minus because I really think, I don't know what the Celtics are planning to do at point guard because when Kemba Walker left the team to go, to be traded to OKC, they did not replace him. And so I think that's something that they needed to upgrade, but we shall see what they do in free agency. Up next is the Brooklyn Nets, who had a treasure trove of picks. Uh, they With the number 27 pick, they selected Cam Thomas, the talented guard out of LSU. 29, Dayron Sharp, this big man from North Carolina. Number 44, Kessler Edwards from Pepperdine. Number 49, Marcus Zagorowski from Creighton. Number 59, Raekwon Gray from Florida State. All of these players are talented. All of them were draftable, in my opinion. Uh, starting with Cam Thomas, he fell a little bit. A lot of people had him slated to go 20th, including myself. I had him in that 20 range. Uh, so the Nets pick up a talented scorer that can play point guard. And when Kyrie is injured or off doing his own thing or resting uh, for load management, Cam Thomas will be able to step right in and fill it up for him. So he will just need to develop in other areas, but that's a great pick, in my opinion, for the Nets. At 29, De'Ron Sharp, the Nets needed a center, in my opinion. I had him selecting Charles Bassey in my mock, but they went with De'Ron Sharp because his workouts and improvements since the season at North Carolina have been tremendous. So that shot him up the draft boards. So I think that's a great pick. At number 44, Kessler Edwards, super talented forward from Pepperdine. His only knock you could say was, was he is did he look that good because he was at Pepperdine playing lesser competition? Not sure. Marcus Zagorowski, tremendous shooter, uh, scrappy point guard, really good. Raekwon Gray, big man from Florida State. His only knock really is that he's overweight, but, you know, he's su still super talented. So when you get to an NBA team, and it's just your job to play basketball. You don't have to go to school and all that other stuff. And you're getting paid. <laughs> um, your weight should not be an issue. But if it's, but if it is, he was pick 59, so it's not a big loss for them. He probably will be in the G League for most of the year. But great pick. Uh, all around great picks for the Brooklyn Nets. I've seen a lot of people knocking this draft. Uh, but I think it was a really good draft for what they had. And I was very surprised they took so many rookies. Because when you have a veteran team that's trying to win a championship, normally they don't like to have too many rookies around. But overall, I have to give it a B plus. Up next is the Charlotte Hornets. Everyone knows. Well, if you don't know, now you know. I'm a Charlotte Hornets fan living here in North Carolina. But I'm, I'm not a biased person at all. So I'm very excited about this draft, though. With pick number 11, we selected, <laughs> I said we, they selected James Booknight, the guard from UConn. At number 19, they traded into the draft at number 19 for a future first-round pick from with the Knicks and selected Kai Jones, the center from Texas. Number 37, in a previous draft trade they made with the Pistons, they they got that they acquired that pick, number 37, and they got they selected JT Thor, the four from Auburn, and at number 56 they selected Scotty Lewis, the guard from Florida. First of all, James Booknight, tremendous pick. No one really thought he would fall to number 11. This is the range he was in before the draft season probably started, 11 to 20. 
But since that has started, and the combine, and the five on five, and the individual workouts, James Book's night's uh, value got all the way up to pick six, and a lot of people thought OKC was going to take him. If not OKC, the Warriors. If not the Warriors, the Magic. You know, and on and on and on. No one really expected him to fall to eleven, even the Hornets, because that's not who they were planning on selecting. But when that someone that good with that value comes along, you have to go ahead and take that player and worry about your other positions later on. So tremendous uh, luck, you could say, for the Hornets, but it's a great fit as well. For number 19, tremendous job for the Hornets to trade back in this draft and get Kai Jones. It was possible that they were going to select Kai Jones with the 11th pick, and they didn't do that. They chose to go with the, the, the more talented player who could have been a top six player and they were like, okay, we'll wait on the center maybe next year. But no, they, they went ahead and found a way to get in to pick 19. Who knows why the Knicks traded that. That was not wise, in my opinion, by the Knicks. But to each their own. <laughs> they got basically two guys that are in the top 11 on the Hornets board. So that's incredible right there. Then with number 37 pick, they took salary with Mason Plumley, Acquired that 37 pick. Only had to give up the 57 pick. Selected JT Thor. I had JT Thor mocked in the first round around the pick 24 area because this guy is super talented, super raw though. So I had him go into a team like the Rockets. He would be great on the Thunder, the Magic, any of these rebuilding teams. With the Hornets, they're kind of in a rebuilding, already there, pushing for the playoffs type of scene. So it'll be interesting to see how he gets to develop with the Hornets. It's possible he'll be in the G League a little bit. Because the Hornets are stacking some talent there. But I think JT Thor, if he develops correctly, look out. I mean, he could be a star. Uh, and then at number 56, normally picks in the 50s don't really make the roster. Scotty Lewis is going to have an uphill battle. He's a decent guard from Florida. I think he still has a lot of developing to do. So he may not really play for the Hornets this year, but we shall see. But for their grade, you have to give them an A+. Plus. And that's no bias at all. <laughs> it was a great pick. LaMelo Ball should have a lot of fun with these athletes that they will be playing with next year. Up next, we have the Chicago Bulls. They only had one pick, and that was pick 38. They selected Ayo Desunmu, the guard out of Illinois. I love Ayo Desunmu. I had him mocked to go around 22nd to the Lakers. I think he's a super talented young man. Uh, in my opinion, I compare him to Colin Sexton, Colin Sexton, and he has a little bit of Buddy Hill in his game as well. So he definitely should have been a first-round pick. For him to fall to 38, that's a steal for the Bulls. The only problem with that is they probably needed a point guard, more importantly than a shooting guard. Uh, I don't know if Kobe White is the point guard of the future for this team. And to have Sharif Cooper sitting there, if Sharif Cooper wasn't on the board, it would be no complaints about this pick, more than likely. <laughs> but with him there, to go with Ayo Desunmu, uh, to go instead with Ayo Desunmu, kind of knocks their grade a little bit. I had Sharif Cooper mock, like I said, um, going around 13 to 15. Ayo going around 22. So C Cooper would have been a better pick. But Ayo Desumo can be super, super good with the Bulls. I think it's still a good pick, so I will still have to give it a solid B. Uh, it'll be fun to watch Ayo and Zach Levine play together. So, but the but the Bulls still have a long way to go. They need a lot more talent on this team.
Up next, we have the Cleveland Cavaliers. They uh, had pick three and pick three only. Uh -huh. They selected Evan Mobley, the big man from USC. A lot of people thought was going second in this draft pretty much the whole process. But Jalen Green rose up and was able to get that number two spot. So the Cavs ended up with a steal. You know, even at three, they got a steal. Evan Mobley, the big man. I think he can play and turn into Chris Bosh. He's very Chris Bosh-like, so he just has to keep developing. And I think he's on a talented team, talented young team. The core is rebuilding. It'll be interesting to see what they do with Jared Allen. Uh, it's no one else they really could have picked in this draft, so they don't get too much credit. But, you know, I can't knock them for taking Evan Mobley, but I can't pat him on the back too much either because they he fell in their lap. But they have to get an A for that because they got a super talented young man. All right. Up next, we have, let's see, did the Hornets, did the Bulls, Cavs, Dallas Mavericks. And you wonder why it was hard to find the Mavericks? Because they did not have a pick. <laughs> so they selected no one. So they're just going to, they, they have signed some free agents right now. Um, so, nothing really to say about the Mavericks. We can move right along from that. Um, Mavericks are a West Coast team. So, somehow my Eastern Conference got mixed up with my Western Conference. So, let me just try to figure this out here. I don't know how this happened. But, <laughs> okay. Here we are. Just uh, Dallas just got mixed in there somehow. Okay, sorry about that. No, back to the Detroit Pistons. They had the number one pick in the draft. They selected Kay Cunningham, the guard from Oklahoma State. They had the number 42 pick. They selected Isaiah Livers from Michigan. Number 52, Luke Garza from Iowa. Number 57, Balza Koprivica from Florida State. Uh, obviously, they did not do any wrong going number one with Kay Cunningham. They get the lock of the draft. Hopefully, he'll turn into a superstar for them. Uh, I mean, that's just that was just a guarantee. He fell in their lap. They were lucky enough to get the first pick in the draft. So, I mean, you automatically get an A for that right there. Uh, I didn't really like that they traded the 37th pick to cut salary. And, you know, who does Detroit need salary for? Maybe they think they're going to sign some free agent. We shall see. Now that they have Cade, it may be easier to get someone there. So you never know. Uh, so I can't hurt, knock them too much for that. And they still had the 42nd pick. They drafted Isaiah Livers from Michigan. Super talented forward. He reminds me of Eric Gordon. Uh, not old Eric. <laughs> no disrespect, Eric Gordon. But not old Eric Gordon. Uh, more like mid-20s <laughs> mid, mid -20s Eric Gordon. I think he is a great shooter. I think he'll be a great fit for the Pistons. And then number 52, they took a safe, pretty safe player, in my opinion, Luke Garza. He should replace Mason Plumlee very well. Uh, I think they're kind of similar. And he was the best player in college basketball. So that should translate to at least a serviceable center for the Pistons. Uh, and with the 57th pick, they drafted Baza, <laughs> Baza Kaprivica from Florida State. That is a hard name to say. Um, I didn't even have him on my draft board. I scouted probably 80 prospects. So they just are reaching with this one. They'll probably send him overseas or somewhat. But he's a seven-footer that will have a shot. you know. But I doubt he will play with the Pistons this year. And so I believe that is it for 
the Eastern Conference. Let me make sure. I don't know how this got out of whack like this. Nope. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> I have the West and, and East mixed in, so I'm going to have to you know, go through them. But anyway, we're with the Indiana Pacers. They had picked 13 and picked 22. With 13, they went with Chris Duarte, the very talented guard from Oregon. Uh, super talented. In my opinion, I see Clay Thompson. Uh, I see Chris Middleton. A little Dylan Brooks. So, great there. Uh, with number 22, very weird selection. They went with Isaiah Jackson from Kentucky. They have multiple centers already on the team. So, I think they are tra- planning on trading Miles uh, Turner. So, if they trade Miles Turner, this, is, this pick makes sense. If they don't, it's kind of a wasted pick. So right now, I have to give them probably a B plus in my opinion. Um, Duarte is 24. That's the knock on him, but I don't have a problem with that. But it was kind of weird they drafted Isaiah Jackson when they could have went in other areas, like especially point guard. But good pick, uh, good picks by the Pacers. I'm sure they have a plan in motion. Up next was the Miami Heat. They did not have a pick at all. So, nothing to say, really. It's unfortunate because this is a really good draft. Um, up next was the Milwaukee Bucks. They had pick 31. They traded it for nothing, really. So, that didn't really make sense to me. It was really good, talent, talented players at pick 31. So, I think they really, really, really should have considered keeping that pick. Uh, but at 54, they drafted Sandro Mamuka Levashavili. Please forgive me for that. That is an extremely hard name to say. The four from Seton Hall. And at 60, they drafted Georgios Kaletikazakis. <laughs> forgive me for that one too. Milwaukee is making me work hard here. But Sandro, Sandro M, I'm going to call him. I'm going to try to say his name one more time. Sandro Billy. There we go. A super talented player. From Seton Hall. Average 17 and a half points per game. Seven boards per game. Uh, shot 43% from three. This is a 6'11 center. Uh, he moves like a guard though. So he can do everything. He even hit step back threes. Super talented player that I think if he gets a chance with the Bucks, Which he should. Because their big men were pretty much non-existent. Besides Brooke Lopez. <clears throat> and Bobby, um, Bobby Portis opted out. He has a chance. And But Giorgio's. Uh, most even like Jay Billis barely even know who he was. Uh, they they think they might have just drafted him to please Giannis. Um, not sure, but <clears throat> that was an interesting pick. It was, and there were still players that they could have selected that would have been a better fit than that. It's no way that he's going to be playing for the Bucks. Uh, I believe they said in Greece he averaged like five points a game. So I have no idea what they were doing with that. For their draft, I love Sandro. Like I said, he's an A pick. But their whole draft overall is probably a C because they should have kept that 31st pick. All right. Up next was the Knicks. They had pick 25 with Quentin Grimes. Pick 34, they took Rokas Jokabetis. Pick 36, they took Miles McBride. Pick 58, Jericho Sims. All good, talented players. But they had picked 21 and 19, and they traded out. No one really knows why they went that route. That was kind of weird to everyone. Uh, they got a future first, uh, and they got 
a little something from the Clippers to go back to 25, but that was weird to me. But Quentin Grimes, really good player. I had him out of my first round mocks, but I really wanted to squeeze him in there, but it was just too much talent. So I think I think he's a safe guard that should get minutes for them to replace some older veterans if Thibodeau will play him, so we shall see. Uh, Rokas Jokabetis, talented guard from Spain. I think he could be um, Goran Dragic. But he's not ready yet. They're saying he may sit a year overseas. So it's interesting they took that player as opposed to Sharif Cooper. Um, so, But they also took Miles McBride. So he's a point guard out of West Virginia. Very talented player that could have been easily a first-round pick. Fell to 36, so that's great value. 58, Jericho Sims. Perfect fit for the Knicks. They needed a backup center. Nerlens Noel is more than likely moving out of town. <laughs> moving out of town, going out of town. So uh, I think that's a great value right there. So I have to give their grade, their draft probably a B overall. All good players. It was weird how they went about it, but they all should help the team a lot. Up next is the Orlando Magic. They have they had pick five and eight, and that was the only two picks. Um, but they selected Jalen Suggs, who fell to them, and Franz Wagner. At eight, because they there was a lot of talk that other teams might try to take Franz Wagner, and they stole him from them. So, but Jalen Suggs, tremendous player. I think he could be Damian Lillard like, Brandon Roy like, tremendous uh, player. Love everything about him. Weird fit with the Magic because they already have like four or five other point guards, but they're gonna have to make some moves in the off season and get other talent because right now the team is kind of all over the place. But Suggs should be the starting point guard and work fine with the Magic. And it's a lot of people saying it's the first time the Magic caught a break and were able to get a star. So hopefully he works out. Franz Wagner, everyone loves him. To me, I think he'll be a really good solid player, role player, have a long career in this league, but he's not a star. Um, so he's not an all-star. So for at eight, I would think you would want to swing for the fences a little bit more. But... You know, they played it safe in my opinion. But they seem to think he has a high ceiling. We shall see. For Suggs, is an A+. Wagner is like a C to me. So I have to give him a B. Uh, because I don't love Franz Wagner. <laughs> so that's how that goes. But up next, we have the Philadelphia 76ers. They selected at 28, Jaden Springer. At number 50, Philip Petrosev. 53, Charles Bassey. All three of these players I probably had in the top 35. So that is tremendous value. Jaden Springer still needs some developing, I feel, but he's a really good defensive prospect. I wish they would have went with Jason Preston, more of an offensive-minded point guard. But, you know, we will see. We don't know what they're going to do with Ben Simmons. So they got a safe player in Jaden Springer that should give them minutes. Um very productive minutes. Philip Petrosev, one of my favorite big men in this draft. Super talented. He balled out in Gonzaga. Balled out overseas also his last year before coming into the league. Uh, so I think he's a great value. And a lot of people don't know, uh, the Philadelphia Sixers selected Nikola Vucevic um, before anyone knew who he was. They just happened to have to trade him to the Magic, and that's where he blew up. But So if they can do the same thing with Petrosev, Maybe they'll just try to hold on to this one this time. So we shall see. And uh, Charles Bassey, I had him going 25th to the Clippers. To get him at 53, 
that's incredible value. Unfortunately, I wish he would have went to a team that did not already have Joel Embiid and now Philip Petrusev. So he will be the third center automatically. And that's if they don't resign Dwight Howard. So I wish he would have went to a team that was a more center uh, needy. And that would have been great for him. But personally for the Sixers, I have to give them a B plus. That's a really good draft they came away with. Up next is the Toronto Raptors. They had the fourth pick, took Scotty Barnes from Florida State. Shocked a lot of people. <laughs> but not me, not me. Uh, I thought I thought I thought that was a great pick, you know. For their team, in my opinion, he was a better fit than Jalen Suggs because you have Fred Van Vliet. He can run the point. You have Malachi Flynn. He can run the point. There's not too many Scotty Barnes out there in the world. He has supreme talent, supreme athleticism, can turn into anything that he wants to be if he just keeps working hard at it. He could possibly be Giannis-like. You'll just have to wait and see on that one, and hopefully he'll develop uh, to his full potential. Uh, next, they had at the 46th pick, Delanto Banton, the guard from Nebraska, and at number 47, David Johnson. So, Delano Banton, a pretty good player from Nebraska. He played very well at the combine. I think that helped him out. He was not a good three-point shooter, but he's a very intriguing player. He's a wild card, and he's six foot nine. He can play point guard. So, Toronto definitely knows what to do with players that need developing. They coach him up. They get him in there, and, and they turn into stars. Look at Pascal Siakam. And so with David Johnson, really good, talented point guard. Uh, he can develop, and he'll be able, be able to fit a role. You know, Malachi Flynn is there, like I said, so I don't know how many minutes he'll get. But he's a good, safe point guard. Good selection by the Raptors. So for that grade, I would have to give them, I'll give them an A. I mean, I love their draft, and I think they're one of the best teams at developing players. So I think they'll be great. Up next, the Washington Wizards, they took Corey Kispert at 15 and Isaiah Todd at 31 through a trade they made. Uh, that was an interesting selection for me with Corey Kispert. I originally had him mocked there for a little bit, but then I realized they have Davis Bertans. So they don't really need Corey Kispert. They can go with someone with higher ceiling. And, you know, they also have Denny Avia. They have now Kyle Kuzma. They have Bradley Beal. They have they have a lot of players all in that same position. So that was interesting to me. They really needed a point guard and probably a power forward. They got that power forward with Isaiah Todd. Great pick. Corey Kispert, you want shooting, that's fine. You probably if you can trade Davis Bertans out of there, it's probably a safe pick. But who's coming off the bench? Is it Corey Kispert? Is it Denny Advia? Both of their lottery picks. Well, Corey Kispert's fifteen, basically a lottery pick. In the last two years, one of them is not going to start. So that was interesting. But Isaiah Todd, really great uh, fit, reach, uh, uh, steal, I should say, uh, for them at 31. Because he can come in there and compete with Rui. Uh, and if they're going to put Rui at the three, that's which is another player that kind of plays that same position, Isaiah Todd could get big minutes at the four. So we shall see. Um, I'll have to give it a B plus because I do believe in Corey Kispert, but I didn't, I'd rather him have went to a different team than the Wizards. So, But the Wizards need to do a lot of work to turn their team around because after trading Russell Westbrook, who knows what direction this team is going in. So that was the wrap for the Eastern Conference. 
I so, so, so apologize that somehow my grades got mixed in with a couple Western Conference teams. But so we went off the rails a little bit, but I think I got it back together. So please forgive me for that. Uh, but Or make fun of me on Twitter. It's all good. Whatever you need to do. But uh, thank you all for listening to another episode of the All Rookie Podcast. And I'll get you with the Western Conference next time. And it will be no slip-ups next time. <laughs> thank you all for listening. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, all that good stuff. Appreciate your time. Catch you next time. I'm out of here. Peace. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.